I'm here today with Sonny. Yo. I've actually known Sonny for a while. Since fucking grammar school. Since middle school, since Chicago Quest. Yeah. And <laughs> Sonny is not just like a really talented artist by himself, but he's a part of this whole multi I don't know how to describe big it. Ass, just big a, ass network of a big ass network of people, including HL, Fortune House, everyone he knows in Chicago of all these multidisciplinary creative artists. And Sonny has all these interesting accolades under his belt, including being featured on Vogue, being named by Lyrical Lemonade and all type of other music articles as an artist to watch out for. And he has all these crazy stories about like songs he put out like Kill Bill that ended up going super viral out of the blue, basically, that I guess we could jump straight into and talk about. Do you mind telling that that whole story? From start to finish, literally what happened was I posted a song, put the song out on, on my own first not my first, but like a mixtape I put out called Golden Child. Just put it out there. And then like I'm in New York with um my homie Xander Rael and my homie Soap. We just start getting sent video after video after video after video after video about turnt famous people using my songs, shaking ass to my songs. Like you said Rico Nasty, K Michelle, Malu, they done made videos to this song. My manager we I gotta call my manager, get hit up by all these labels and shit. And it was it was just crazy. It's crazy as hell. Did you expect that at all? Like, how did you even? How did it go from the regular song to the sped up version? Some shout out my boy Drit Drit Dries or Dris. I don't want to say shit wrong, but he um he from out the country. He had he had a SoundCloud um account where he would post like what he called like sped and bled versions of songs, which is like hyper aggressive, turned up sped up versions of like he did one with, with Keith, like Finito. You know, he just like that's his that's his um his niche. You feel me? He just did that. It caught traction on TikTok. Keep my, I don't know shit about the TikTok ecosystem, but no shit at this time. I'm like, well, that shit, y'all like it, I love it type of shit. Cool. Got somebody info at um, TikTok and had them just rename the audio so it redirected them, what, like, from these audios that motherfuckers like to read it, redirect them to, like, the music type of shit. And redirect it, we had my, put my name on the title type of shit. And then after we did that, that's really when all the labels started calling me because it was like, oh, we found out, we found who this is. Like, this is who this, per this sound we keep hearing type of shit. We, this is who it is type of shit. What did they say to you? Do you, do you remember any The combos? craziest shit, honestly, like, was getting, I got I, I got off of like a six-figure deal out the gate. Like, really what happened was my my manager hopped on the call with, um, with this motherfucker. Bro, I'm say, how would you feel if we put like, However the fuck many hundreds of thousand dollars on the table in front of you right now and like just go. He straight up said that to you over like over she, she, the she phone. That's what he told my manager. And then my manager told me, but I'm me and my manager, we on the same page. I'm like, bro, I don't know this nigga. I don't know what the, I don't, he don't know me. He don't know what the fuck I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to just say yes to any money type right, shit. Right, right. So like I just dismissed that and just kept going because it was like we had meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. Plus we already had some shit in our back pocket already that we was trying to like. That we was aiming for already type shit. We were trying to like line up anyway, so it was just like it was really interesting. It was really interesting. I got a, I, I got I got a couple free dinners out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you would rather you're saying build like an actual relationship with someone beforehand instead of just have them offer you money. And yeah, at least like you know, not even like to like a personal like homie to homie relationship per se. It's like, but when you do business with a motherfucker, you want to build a rapport with them. So you know how a motherfucker can conduct themselves in like a business, in like, you know, the world mm -hmm. of business type shit because you don't want to be doing with a motherfucker just because they offered you some big-ass bread mm -hmm. come to find out they shitty as hell with business. And luckily, I had like a lot of motherfuckers who I could, like, shout out Matt Alvin and Chris Classic once again. Like, whenever I would run into a motherfucker within that scheme, within like the industry type shit, I'd be like, yo, y'all know who, y'all heard of this person? 
and they'll let me know like this is what they've known they they known for this is who this person is this is how they conduct business and like they like mm. offer they they two cents and I just kind of like made up my mind after hearing that on some like uh, if if it don't feel right it don't feel right type shit and then but sometimes it's like I'm I'll chop it up with a motherfucker neither of them know who they are I'm peeping what they got going on they seem solid but it's just like it just don't you don't feel right. Mm. I feel that you, but you you want to assess it for yourself and like feel out the whole situation on your own. Yeah, I just want to make sure, like, you know, get this money up, get this, get this fucking money, get this your bag. But I'm not saying yes to any money because every money, all money isn't some money you want to you want to take type shit. Cause That's like, facts. That back end shit, motherfucker, how you sign a contract, get your ass hella bread. Now you just kind of like stuck. Like stuck forever with a bogus situation. With a fucked up, just cause like you stuck, you stuck in this shit. Not only are you stuck in it, you stuck with this person, right. and this person is representing your business type shit. So it's like about like for me, it's like I don't want to have a motherfucker who I don't really know or align with on some business shit. I don't want them to be a representation of my business type shit. Like awesome, and that's just that's really just looking at it from like a business perspective. When it gets down to like my personal shit, it's like I don't even really kick it with motherfuckers. I don't know for real. It's like I'm yeah, definitely yeah. not gonna how you represented me type shit. You feel me? You made a tweet. Oh shit! And uh, <laughs> you made a tweet a long time ago. You said if you were on some animorph shit, you turn to a stingray because you really fuck with stingrays heavy. So like, do you still fuck with stingrays heavy? And where, where I feel you? like after I immediately tweeted, after I tweeted that, I immediately thought about it, and I'm like, nah, they killed my nigga Steve Irwin. Oh no! So I'm like, nah, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't. I'm not off the stingray pack no more. I fuck with like lions, heavy. <laughs> I, I keep telling some of my homies I want to raise a lion at some point in my life. Like that's gonna be a whole separate chapter of my life, season of my life. Where I'm just raising a lion somewhere. That's gonna be your main thing at the time. Yeah, <laughs> just run run up a couple million dollars, just raise a lion somewhere. Cause why not? You don't want to just have like raise it part time while it's like in some place in your. I'm crib. not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna have it in my crib. That's inhumane. I'm gonna have it run free oh, in the in wild. In the wild, in the oh. wild, I'm just like I'm gonna just check in with it, make sure it's like healthy and shit like that, you know? Huh. That's interesting. But I would animorph into a lion. That's how I feel, at least. Or on some, if I was on some smaller shit, I'd go koala or something. That's interesting. A koala. Yeah. It depends on how. Why, I'm why koala? It just depends on how I'm feeling the day. You feel me? Sometimes I'm cool. I just want to like you koalas just be chilling, eating their little, <laughs> little, eating little eucalyptus, they little tree. You feel me? I sometimes I'm the same way. Just dodge my little tree, or whatever you know. <laughs> um, like, tell us about the uh, opening up for Pusha T and how that all came about. That shit crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I found out about that shit like 11 hours before I had to perform. For real? Or like not 11, but like the night, like. Midnight the night before. Like, I woke up out of my sleep, checked my uh, phone. My manager texted me. Talking about, call me. I call him. He like, you want to open up for Pussy tomorrow? I don't. Huh? Like, what you mean? He's like, yeah. Um, shout, out, and shout out Andrew Barber, too. He, he had put that together down there. Oh, that's wrong. And then, like, because... He had recommended, I guess they were looking for like motherfuckers in the um, city, like up and coming motherfuckers in the city. He had recommended me type shit. And more, I called Prince next morning, the same night I forgot. Like, yo, no, it's out of nowhere, but you trying to rock radius for oh, for Pusha T? He like, nigga, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> I just called, like, I really just called a bunch of my like media homies, my, my big sister. I, I, I just hit my pops up. I'm just like, my mama, like my uncle, I'm like, yeah, I'm opening up for Pussy T type shit. Cut all my homies. It was like, yo, 
Motherfuckers are like, when? Like, you I'm just you just now telling motherfuckers? I'm like, I just found out. Shit. Like <laughs> But that shit was crazy. That was a hundred that was definitely like the biggest crowd I ever like performed in front of. That's four thousand motherfuckers, sold out radius and shit like that. I, I was in front of the motherfuckers. I couldn't even like see the end of the crowd type shit. It was crazy on video. It's bro, like a sea of people. When I cut the lights for Moonchild, have motherfuckers put their lights up and shit, I'm like, bro, this shit's surreal. I, I, like, I ain't had no, no time to even prepare for this shit. I just had to, <laughs> to hop on stage and just do it. And that shit was fire. That shit was fire. I'm, like, like I said, shout out Andrew Barber, shout out Pusha T and all they people. So I'm like, very grateful to have been able to do that. Shout out Andrew Barber, shout out Pusha T. That's crazy, though, that like on that day, you got to hit up all these people and just tell them, give them the news. But... It was just like because of like the magnitude of it, everybody was just right, like, right. "Fuck it, we here, like, right? We here." Like I remember, I put on my story out of nowhere. Everybody seeing it, everybody like, "Shit!" Like I know you. That's how you was coming. Shit, I'm like, I know how this is how I was coming either. But I guess that's how I'm coming. So we finna come correct. Fuck you talking about. You feel me? Like that's wrong. So in backwoods and house shoes, you had this line that that I had to stop to think about. You said, "I think that he hate himself. He tried to fake his past." Looking back, all the things that I was the most insecure about, I try to like reframe it or like basically lie about the stories in my life. So yeah. why do you think why do you think people do this? I mean, that's just human shit. Like a lot of motherfuckers feel like, you know, like I like you feel me? Motherfuckers feel like they won't gain the same respect if they tell a story in its full entirety. And like how they act like their actual placement in that shit. Versus of like, oh, I'm going to spin it this way and make it sound like I was on, I did this and I did that so motherfuckers can revere it like, I, like I'm this kind of person. When it's like, I don't do that. Like, just let motherfuckers just be, you sh it's just like, motherfuckers should just be fully them 100% of the time and like reiterate shit like with 100% openness type shit. Because like that is what, have, that's what's going to have motherfuckers revere you and respect you most type shit. So you, if I, if I tell you, a, if I tell you a story. About how I was running shit at Quest and I was like the, the biggest, toughest bully <laughs> and shit like that. And I was bitching niggas and shit like that. You would be like, nigga, what? Like, you was cool. Like, you was chill. You was to yourself. Like, you would know you would know that's not mm -hmm. the truth type shit. So it was like, motherfuckers be telling motherfuckers certain stories and shit like that. And they be like, you tell them motherfuckers stories with, in a group of motherfuckers. One of the motherfuckers recalled a story because they was there with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They, catch, they catch you up in your lot because you're trying, you trying to put up front. Now you just look stupid. You feel me? Motherfuckers be doing It's, it's yeah, definitely yeah. some insecurity shit Some like I'm not comfortable In like How I've even I've conducted myself In this shit shit But like You gotta Not do that You gotta just be Be 100 Motherfuckers be bad That's some good advice Obviously I'm not gonna name any names But I definitely Know a few people here and there That I was that person In the room like Bro like You're, you're capping bro Like It's just be like For what <laughs> Like you know You ever You ever like Do some dumb Little dumb shit and like you want to, you don't want to. It's not a story you want to reiterate because you feel like motherfuckers gonna clown you or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's better to tell the story as is. Let motherfuckers get like laugh as opposed to like trying to frame shit a certain way and have motherfuckers look at you in a way that you not even really like in real life. You know? Hell yeah, I agree. So talking about like lyrical lemonade, it seems like you've been to the. I don't even know that much about their their actual spaces, but it seems like you've been in their spaces a few times and you've rubbed shoulders with those people. How has it been like being connected to them? Shout out my boy Elliot. I fuck with Elliot. Um, really, that's that's a like I typed in with Elliot. We, like we became like homies. We became cool. He just invite me over there whenever, whenever you're not on shit. Might he might interview. Might want to do an interview. Might just want to hoop. 
might just have some of my homies pull up. You might just hoop, smoking that bitch, chill, chop it up. Like, it'd be cool. You, whenever I go over there, I never really know who I'm going to run into over there. Like, last time I was over there, I, was in, I had ran into, um, like, Steve-O and CP. Mm-hmm. And they was in, and they was motherfucking, um, what's them fucking guns called? That sh- Bro, they had them jail blasters. Jail blasters. And they was just having a shootout with jail blasters. And I'm just like, first thing I first thing I peep when I walk in, motherfuckers shooting the jail blaster at me. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and Ellie, if you see this shit, just know I'm getting my get back on you. I'm finna pull up and I'm finna with my jail with my jail blaster. I'm finna wet that whole shit up. <laughs> oh, it's it's coming. Uh, I I shot a um I he shot a video over there. Speaking of videos, all the videos on your YouTube channel or in general that you drop for music videos are like particularly clean. Like not to say anything else about anyone, but compared to other artists of your like fan base level, you have really good videos. So how do you look for directors? Uh, what do you, What is your thinking process like when you want to go make a video? Stuff like that. Shit. Um, I sit with it for a long time. Right out like, that's right out how I see it. Like, if I can, I'll do it, like, scene by scene, minute by minute, second by second type shit. I just try to provide the director I'm working with, like, a pretty adequate idea of, like, the the visual I'm trying to get across type shit in conjunction with the song. Shout out, like, my boy Dylan, Michael DeRosario, motherfucking um, Sam Maiden Johnson, Chris Vergara, I, I, Chris Vergara and Joe Bracero. Shout out Chris Vergara. That's my yeah, homie. I really fuck him, bro. I, like, really fuck him, bro. And then, um, of course, shout out Lone Wolf. He just did the most recent shit I did. And they just... I just let, I, I just I allow motherfuckers to work as well because I feel like if, once I let that be known, if I I have to, it's it's a thing of trust too. Like I trust the directors I work with type shit. So it just be like it be that. Before music, you you were a, like a poet with like louder than a bomb, right? Yeah. What was that whole era like? It was kind of corny. I'm not gonna lie. It's <laughs> like <laughs> not like let me not say corny, but like that was my base. Mm. Like poetry was my base for like just getting comfortable writing and expressing ideas and emotions I had type shit. So then, like I competed, I got to the semifinals one year, with, um as a group with my um high school type shit. Keep it a bug. I just didn't fuck with my. I'm not even gonna t- like not drop nobody, but I, I really did not fuck with my high school. The other poets on my high school team, I really felt like, <laughs> cause like I went to a predominantly white <laughs> high school for. And like we had a poem, we had a piece about like, you know, what it's like to be black in America type shit. Three of us were black and one of them was white. And the poem was like this performer performance art piece about like the like base phrase was so it's just cause I'm black, right? <laughs> and like we was essentially and getting on the, the white. <laughs> white folks' ass. Essentially is it was it was cool, it was fun. I ain't really fuck with it because I just felt like it was just like it was just so like focused on like the racial aspect of certain shit. I I didn't really get a chance to like really like divulge deeper into like other, writing poetry about other topics type shit. Cause it was a it was a group thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't really fuck with that aspect of it because like I felt like everybody wanted to make it like a race centered thing, but like didn't know how to properly explore it type shit. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I fucked with like going to LTA. like going to like the LTA finals. You get to see some of the rawest poets like ever. Like in the city at the time, type shit. That shit was raw as hell. Got mm. like I remember Kumbalings and Rebirth was going crazy. Like they, some of their pieces was to this day still like some of the rawest shit I've ever seen. So like it was, it was balanced. Some of that shit was corny. Some of that shit was amazing. Hell, motherfuckers was like super prolific. Had like a really raw pen. Had a really raw like 
prolific, yeah. yeah like, motherfuckers is prolific as hell. Like, I'm just like, this shit is very fire. Like, shit, you know? You said in another tweet from a long time ago, you said whoever came up with the concept for Happy Feet was on some shit. I was high, bro. <laughs> I think I was high. Me and somebody was just talking about Happy Feet because, like, that nigga was just a tap dancing penguin, bro. So it was just like, that nigga had to have been just as high, if not higher, than I was when I was thinking about it. I'm like, fuck. You said uh, when you're in the studio <clears throat> and it's good energy, you'll naturally feed off someone who's also good energy. So for you personally, like, what energy catches you or resonates with you when you're in the studio? For me to even, like, successfully or properly make music, I got to be comfortable. So, like, if it's if I'm in the studio and it's a motherfucker in there that's just, like, throwing me off, like, making me uncomfortable, it's just, like, I'm either going to ask somebody to leave or I'm just not going to get be able to, like, fully, like, get something across type shit. You've done that before? You said you asked somebody to leave? I've left. <laughs> like, I've left. I've asked. Like, I've told both. Like, I, I don't, I've definitely done bugged with somebody in the studio about, like, just taking up space type shit. Not even, I was trying to be a dickhead. I felt like I was, I was at, what studio was that? I think it was at Knox or some shit. Somebody was in the session. And it wasn't like, they had pulled up to, like, do some shit real quick and they were supposed to bail. And they kept adding, like, I wasn't nobody asking. They kept saying, like, nah, you should, do this, you should do this, you should do this type of shit. I know those, I know that kind of person. It's like, can you, can you bail? Can you leave, bro? Like, I don't, like, I don't know you. I don't know you from camera paint for real. I don't, why are you here? You throwing me off type shit. And like, shit like that. Like, I can't, or if it's like, like, not, I don't really be around hell of these, I don't be in hell of these situations for real. Like, I typically, I'm comfortable when I record motherfuckers and the motherfuckers I collaborate with, they, they be off the same shit. They just be want to make the environment comfortable so motherfuckers can feel free and express their ideas and shit like that. But if I cast myself in that space, if I'm not really comfortable recording and like making what the fuck I'm trying to make, I just I'll, I'll just leave early. I'm just not gonna get nothing done. Hmm. What kind of influence do you want to have on the world through your music? Like, do you want to make people feel a certain way or give them a perspective? Or are you just expressing yourself with nothing particular in mind? It's a little bit of that, but mainly I just want to. I just want people to like really feel comfortable offering. I want I want people to hear my shit and just feel comfortable offering their perspective because I feel like every perspective on is valuable because, like, every perspective is a different perspective. And, like, everybody, I feel like everybody's voice is unique type shit. So I want motherfuckers to feel like, like there ain't, ain't no shame in being yourself, you know? Like, ain't no shame in, like, really being yourself and, like, sticking to, sticking to yourself type shit, sticking to, like, what you know and what you know you t- good at and shit like that. So it's, like... I want motherfuckers to just take that away. Like I say, I say that a lot. Just like, just fully be yourself, and in the entire scheme of what it means to be yourself. What's something about you you think people don't recognize as often, or like people don't know about you usually, but that has like a heavy influence on what you do? I listen to jazz in my free time. I don't mm-hmm. think people know, know know that. I don't really. I listen like just as much rap as I listen to. I listen to jazz. I listen to like some soul music for real. Like early today, for I'm not gonna fuck, I'm not gonna fly. I was in my room drinking drinking some tea, listening to motherfucking um Kamasi Washington. <laughs> Kamasi Washington, Ross. Nigga hard, bro. <laughs> nigga is very hard. That's wrong. Uh, you tweeted one time. There seems to be <laughs> an uprising of delusional people who want to be from the streets. Tell us more about this uh, phenomenon. <laughs> but like a lot of motherfuckers be trying to be some shit they not, bro. Like I I, bro. 
on some very real shit, like, bro, I done grew up having a look, looking killers in their eyes type of shit, bro. Like, and it never really, like, made me want to divorce into the streets type of shit. You feel me? Like, like I'm afflicted by what the shit I was afflicted by growing up and shit like that, but it never made me, like, want to be some shit because I was never, like, naturally that type of shit. I never felt no pressure to be that. I feel like a lot of motherfuckers apply certain pressures on themselves to be some shit that they not because they feel like that's the only way they're going to be respected. And especially, like, within, like, you know, black culture type shit, especially with that type of shit, like, motherfuckers be feeling like it's hella pressure to, like, be some shit. Like, it's a, it's especially coming from, like, the neighborhood I come from, like, you kind of do got to, like, you don't got to be like that, but you got to be like that in a certain, to a certain mm-hmm, degree. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be a little, like, rough around the edges because so to get certain respect type shit, but a lot of motherfuckers be convincing themselves that they, like, they real, they real savages, they real killers, they real this and that, and it's like, Boy, like <laughs> it just be like it just be throwing it me off. So like that's what that's what because it's like I just see a lot of like I see a lot of it, with, especially with like the rap shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like especially, bro. Especially. When I was moving around, like in the heat of the kill, bill shit, moving around, just like meeting motherfuckers who I, I had a lot, a lot of revere and respect for musically type of shit, chopping it up with them, like larger artists and shit. Yeah, I'm like, oh, his ass cap. Damn, <laughs> like his ass cap. It just be like shit like that. I just be like, and it's like I don't really hope. I don't be trying to like be that person that'll just be. You know, but certain shit just set my radar off. And it's like if you, if motherfuckers that put up facades and shit like that, that shit set my radar off on something. Like I can't even like. I don't want to be around. Mm-hmm, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be around no punk faking ass motherfuckers type shit. Like you know. Could you just tell? By being around them or with them, and then you realize like what they were trying to put out was not who they are. Bro, I'm big on this. Like, I ask a motherfucker like, if I'm around you, you make music. I'll ask you like, what is your intention with the music you make? Type shit. I remember I asked one motherfucker like, yo, what's like this on some like chopping up shit? Like, yo, what's your intention with this shit? He's like, I just want, I just want motherfuckers to stop playing with me, man. I just want motherfuckers, <laughs> to, I just want motherfuckers to stop playing with me, bro. I just want motherfuckers to you know I'm really. I'm really, I can really get like that. I'm really like that. Woo, this, woo, that. I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, shit, for sure. Like, what's, like, shit, what makes you, like, feel like that? Like, what's, he's like, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I was never in the streets. And I'm just like, then why do you want <laughs> motherfuckers to think you are? Like, what's the, you feel me? Like, a lot of motherfuckers, instead of aspiring to be like a raw ass or intelligent ass, like, motherfucker, business motherfucker, like, tech person, like, doctor, lawyer, whatever the fuck, they aspire to be the nigga that was, like, the niggas that get shot at and, and kill people. As a motherfucker that's, I grew up around hella motherfuckers that was really afflicted by this shit, family, fr- close friends, like, even me personally, for I'm like, this is some shit that motherfuckers, generally speaking, who are really from this shit, try to escape and try to not, not have beyond that shit. I grew up, like, I ain't grew up in, like, the bo- bottom of the gutter type shit. I grew up in the hood, for sure. I grew up in, a, in like, a, the trenches type shit. My people was provided for me, you feel me? They was providing me for the best they could type shit. I watched them go to work. I, I knew the sacrifices they made type shit. So I would never, like, slap their ass in the face trying to devo- dig myself deeper into a hole of bullshit, you feel me? That's disrespectful to me, you feel me? Like, you disrespecting your folks, you feel me? That's some real shit. That's some very real shit. Tell us, uh, the, the last question I didn't ask that's on here is, uh, tell us about Chicago Quest. I'm not going to fly. I had a lot of fun at Quest, bro. I had a lot of fun at Quest. I'm not going to fly. I was really sad when my people pulled me out of that bitch because I was acting bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna fly. I had a lot of fun at Quest. I, I was get brothers getting into bullshit at school, all type of shit. In in school, after school, before school, it was always something going on. Motherfuckers like 
so, motherfuckers who don't know what Chicago Quest was or is, it's not it's not called Quest no more, is it? It it literally died like af- after three, we, three years after it started. Yeah. Okay, so for motherfuckers who don't know what Chicago Quest was, Chicago Quest was a school on off Ogden on like the um over by where Cabrini like Green, the North yeah, Five One Red Line, yeah, over by over there, and it was supposed to be this rock because they got one in New York. It's a tech based school. And it's like you get iPads and all this kind of shit. <laughs> it's supposed to be great. Really, what it ended up being, just a bunch of, just giving a bunch of motherfuckers from the trenches iPads that are school <laughs> and we not doing shit. We just running through the hallways acting bad and fighting each other and shit, bro. Just like, it was cool, though. It was a great time. It, it was, was fun, my- bro. That shit was fun as hell, bro. Like, that shit was fun as hell. That shit was actually fun as hell. Like, that shit was more bust in the most public schools, honestly. But, like, that shit was fun way as hell. More, way more. Way more. All type of activity to entertain yourself every day. Cause like it was called, they they were labeled it like a charter school, right? Yeah, that shit yeah. was damn. They accepted anybody that applied, bro. I think it was a cool experiment, though. It was interesting. I feel like and sh- shout out. I'm still relatively cool with most of the motherfuckers I went to. We went, I went to school with. The, Hell yeah! Like same same. Shout out the, shout out all the Quest kids, man. <laughs> shout out all the Quest kids. Well, that's about it. We're kind of done with the questions today. Thank oh, you so much for joining me on the intersection. I appreciate it, bro. Shit, thank you for having me. Oh, bro. Peace.